Crows Radio Show with Source. He tumbles it forward. It's going to pass through. Source Jacobs, what a goal. And Tomo. Massive week in football. Massive show on Triple M. Ah, the Crows have got the bye, but we demanded to be here on a Sunday morning, Saucy. We're giving our best to this company. As I say, a welcome to you and a good morning, big fella. Mate, we're not going anywhere, the Crows Radio Show. Fantastic to be back again, mate, and uh, a cracking show as always. Uh, looking forward to it, mate. Hey, Joshy Warrell's going to join us and just signed a nice little contract extension a couple of weeks ago, playing some bloody good footy. No, he is, and, and you know... Unfortunately for, for, for one player, now Joshy gets a, an opportunity. Obviously, with Duday going down, he gets an opportunity. So mm. we look forward to hearing about how his back half of the year might look and uh, hopefully he can solidify that spot. Yeah, and absolutely. Uh, also, uh, Dog is going to join us as well. Michael Dowdy, so about 12 or 13 years in the system, has now moved into the player-manager role and uh, enjoying that thoroughly is my mail. Not a uh, not a bad time to be Texas manager. We won't ask him. We'll, we'll give him the leave pass for that. We'll stick it, stick it straight. Strictly, strictly to his uh, his career and his yeah. his his son. So I want to ask him about the father son um, opportunities he's getting now as well, which is great. So his son's not that far Max. off or knocking on the door. No, nah, so he's um, as we spoke to Jared Mears around the father son yeah. academies and the daughter academies and and mum now as well. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Max is coming through that. Dog has got three boys, so who knows in a few years' time. Hopefully, we might see a few. Number 11 running around. Hats off to the footy club as well, especially over the past couple of weeks. I saw the the real young tackers yeah. out there with their old... It's actually pretty special and um, pretty exciting to see such good young talent coming nah, through. No, it's awesome, mate. And obviously, uh, they're the ones that have uh, all qualified. So, obviously, all those kids coming through mm. um, have qualified for father-son. But just to see, like, the Rashudos, yeah, Bickleys, cool, you know, Shirleys mm. and all these types... Thompson's coming through. Um, it's fantastic. We're also hosting another one in Melbourne in a couple of weeks for all the dads that live in Melbourne as well. So, um, no, nah, Jared Mears in the academy space are doing fantastic things. And I know we should touch on it. Like, we uh, saw... Uh Texan would be filthy with us if we didn't touch on it. But 10 goals in his 250th game. Both of us was there live, mate. It was incredible. And it was... There was 39,000 people there, and it felt like 60. You can't... You just couldn't script it. <laughs> like, you can't... You couldn't write that any... To, to unfold any better. And, yeah. Um, the thing is, like, and people say, oh, you know, it's West Coast or whatever, but yeah. you still got to do it. Oh, like, you still got to kick 10 goals in mm. the AFL game. And for him to do that, and the way he did it was absolutely outstanding. To kick, I think he kicked four or five on his left foot. Yeah. Which there's not too many key forwards that are just swinging around on their opposite foot and banging them home from 50. Well, the 10th was on the left foot. How state. good was that? It just should not have landed yeah. in his lap. <laughs> oh, no. To have, to have 100, of, uh, 100 of his family and friends from um, a broken ear here as well, mate, it, it doesn't get any better. Yeah, let's get stuck into it. This is the Crows Radio Show with Sauce and Tomo. And I tell you what, when I was there last weekend at Adelaide Oval, this guy, I was sitting there right on the boundary, Saucy, yep. and Joshy Worrell sold some of the greatest candy I've <laughs> ever seen. It was right in front of me. I stood up. I absolutely loved it. And he joins us right now. Joshy, hello, mate. Hey, how are you? Now, Joshy, you remember the bit of candy, don't you, right in front of me? <laughs> and you just put it in nicely for another inside 50, big man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Managed to get a bit of candy. Didn't hit the kick though, unfortunately. No. But no, <laughs> don't worry. Half glass full, mate. Yeah, we don't want to hear. Right. Don't worry yeah. about the kick. I only <laughs> recorded the dummy, so yeah, it's all so. good. Um, <laughs> hey, mate, let's talk about your time at the Adelaide Crows. Obviously, you you know you've come over from Victoria, and um, you know you've settled in nicely. Obviously, signed another nice little contract extension as well. Settled in well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely love it over here. Um, have my partner and a little dog, so yeah, made it to. It feels like home now. Put it that way. Ah, oh, that's good, mate. Now we've seen you obviously playing down back. You played a bit of forward um, pre getting drafted. Um, where do you where do you enjoy playing your footy the most? Um, oh, it's always fun 
every then and now to kick a kick a goal, but no, it's it's um not too bad. I love playing down back. It's uh get uh, my competitive edge out, which is nice. No, nah, mate, and things are going very nicely back there as well. Who's um since you how many years have you been in Adelaide for now? This is your fourth year, I think, here in Adelaide. Yeah, fourth, um, fourth. Who's been who's been some of the people around the club that's obviously helped you, I guess, on field with your footy stuff and, and off field obviously settling into uh, Adelaide life as well? Um oh Jakey Kelly, who's now yep. moved um, yep. to Essendon, he's been he was massive for me and then um Riley O'Brien's been massive and then yeah, the big Texan obviously had a big influence on me, which is um no, nah, it's really good. They've been great mentors for me. Uh, and Nixie as well. I think he said a couple of times that he's uh, loved the way that you've gone about things, Joshy, as well, especially through pre-season and a little bit unfortunate there with, with injuries. What kind of impact has he had on you? Oh, yeah, he's been massive. I think, um, yeah, like we both came into the club at the same time. So it's kind of um, it's good to see the, like, the group grow together. And, yeah, it, it's made me want to be part of something special, yeah, staying here. So, now nah, hopefully we can work towards something nice. Nice. Um, now, mate, you obviously played a bit of SANFL footy previously in the in the last few years. How have you found the transition going from SANFL and obviously the speed and um, and whatnot of the game's a bit different, but how have you found the transition going from SANFL to AFL? Um, yeah, very, very good. Like, it's obviously very different footy, but like I think Sample holds you in good stead for what's to come and um, probably a bit different to the other state leagues. So, yeah. no, in, in terms of who we verse in the sample and the body types, I think, it, yeah, it's held me in really good stead. Right, enough of the serious footy stuff now, Joshy. What do we like away from the game, mate? You know, you've moved over here to South Australia. Have you sussed out any wineries or you've gone down the coast or done anything like that? Yeah, don't mind a winery or here or there. And um, I, love my, I love my golf as well. So, um, no, just... Just those sort of things. Just try and fill in a couple of off days here and there. Where are we pegging it up? Where are you playing? Where are you where are you playing golf? Um, no, I'm so I'm been up to Mount Compass a few times oh, recently, yeah? Blackwood and stuff. So no, it's been been good to get all around the the state, which has been nice. Beautiful. Well, Joshy, thank you so much for your time on the Crows Radio Show, mate. You look after yourself and enjoy a great back end of the year. Perfect. Thanks for having me, guys. Cheers, Weasel. Now, we hit the buy, Saucy, so we thought we'd do a little bit of a mid-season review of the, the men's, the Sandville side, and obviously the AFLW is looking to kick off in September. Yeah, it is, mate. So it's obviously all, all, all um, plenty plenty happening this time of the year, yeah. and obviously with the way uh, people are having a break at the moment with a buy, it's good to, good to have a, a look back. But, mate, I guess first of all, the AFL team... Um, you know, probably internally they're not exceeding expectations, but probably externally they probably are at the moment. We sit, we sit just in the eight at the moment, which is obviously, which is obviously nice. Um, obviously pending results this weekend, but um, yeah, it's been good, mate. I think, and I think the biggest thing for me is seeing the growth from you know the players like Chase Jones and yeah. and these types sort of Nick just Murray, a nice little contract he too, has Chasey. as well, Chase, which is fantastic. So for me, it's been those guys, and then obviously add on top of that the improvement of Saligo, Rochelle, yeah. Rankin coming in and playing like he is. Tex playing like he is, Sloan, Riley O'Brien's back to probably the form he had a couple of years ago as well. So from me, mate, it's uh, it's been really, really positive and really good to see those guys all flourishing. Yeah, for sure. And uh, obviously working in different other areas here at Triple M as well. We heard Mitch Hinge drop at the start of the season. They're looking to play finals and, yeah. and made no he secrets did. about that whatsoever. And 
I'll be honest, externally, definitely thought, wow, that they're really looking to have a crack here and didn't think it would be possible at all. So for that to happen and the growth within is yeah. absolutely superb. No, it is, mate. And I think there's some real clear areas, like obviously our away games at the moment. That's that's probably yeah. the main one, the consistency of, of performance week in, week out. It's probably the one area that we can really improve on. And, you know, if we can improve by five, you know, five percent away, yeah. we're going to put ourselves in a really good spot to hopefully grab a couple of those games. And we know how dangerous the team are here at Adelaide Oval, so um, yeah, it's looking really positive. And 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 we're looking to you know really set ourselves up in the back half of the year. And I think the best thing is we play some really good teams away yes. early. Yes. So it's a really good test. You know, we got Collingwood, we got uh, Essendon, and we also got Melbourne away. Yep. So our first three away games. So. Big teams, um, big games away. It'll, it'll really, you know, show us where we're at and where we can improve on. Yeah, good challenges, which is always, always good that we want here at the Adelaide Footy Club. Now let's move into the to the Sandful uh, system. A buy again this weekend. Yeah. Um, sitting third at the moment, but in in some pretty good shape as well with some experience and younger players coming back and forth in and out of the side. Yeah, I think Godsey and Jared Mears and Matty Wright. They've they've had a you know a real consistent program for a few years now, and I think they've They've created a culture now which the guys that are playing in the SNFL really want to do well and really yeah. want to have some success. And, you know, I know a lot of these teams, people look at them as they're just a development team. Well, Godsey doesn't operate like that. Mm-hmm. Godsey's here to win and he's, he's here to win a premiership. And, you know, he's been the, the big, big driver. But once again, when you've got a core group of guys that have come in and been able to play some really good footy, um, it stems really well. And as I said, Jack Madgen and Matty Wright are leading the team really well. And, you know, they're going to hopefully put themselves in the top three um, to, to hopefully give themselves another chance of winning a premiership. I think the score fact is a big one in the Sandful as well. Yeah. Um, you know, banged home 811 points throughout the season. It yeah. uh, holds it in, in pretty good stead as well and exciting. So it seems like... Uh, from a whole club point of view, that is a big, big motive to score well, especially from the top and then into the sample side. Yeah, no, absolutely. We, we, our offense is obviously really strong. The AFL team and, and the SNFL rep- replicate that. And I guess before we move on AFLW, yeah. you know, it's good to mention the development guys as well. I think you know these guys come in and they train Tuesday, Thursdays at the club. Um, you know, they they do a fantastic job. They go in and out of their their local teams, but they deserve credit as well because. Yeah. They're actually really playing at the level now. They're playing really good, strong SANFL footy. Like you look at someone like Riley Clamp, yeah. who's played a lot of footy straight out, but mm. he comes in and he's playing some really good um, SANFL footy now. Um, Isaiah McKenzie, mm-hmm. Williston boy, he mm. he's played a lot of footy. Um, Jay Boyle is the other one who you know he could probably walk into um, any other SANFL team, but yep. he's he's a fiery and and the the program works for him. But yeah. these guys have played really good footy at the top level, and um, you know they keep recruiting guys like Hugh Hazeman as well. Has played league footy. At, at Westie, so really good program there, and it's great to see those guys, you know, play play some strong footy and really contribute as well. Now we had Doc Clark on a couple of weeks ago, the AFLW coach, and preseason is well underway. Don't worry about yep, that with the, with the girls. But the um, well, the mail is that the you know the fixtures coming out. So, but the mail is they're going to kickstart in between the bye at the end of round twenty four and the finals yep. um, of the men's, and then you know, and it's actually good, gives some nice clear air for round one of the girls. Yeah, it does. And I think that'll be a, a mainstay going forward you know providing the season stays where it is and it seems to find its little niche now in, in that stage of the year but now nah, the girls are training really well um talking to them it is it's a big difference now they've gone from doing i guess pre-season in yeah. um you know pre-christmas when it's still warm yeah. to flow into a hot season <laughs> in january february march mm. Now they're training in the dark. It's yep. cold yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So they're not loving it at the moment. Getting the 15 the, clicks under the belt. Yeah, exactly right. On a freezing night at Westlakes <laughs> in the dark. 
Um, it's been a bit different, but um, obviously it would be great, great for them to start sort of, uh, you know, once, once the men's final start. And, you know, the Crows, once again, we're in a really good spot. We, we've been able to, I guess, solidify the talent and all that the last few years before Port take all the picks. But um, we're, we're going to be in a good spot for sustained success for quite a while yet. And we look forward to, you know, Marinoff and Hatchard and these types leading us forward to another finals charge. Well said, mate. The Crows Radio Show with Sauce and Tommy. You can get us on the listener app as well, L-I-S-T. And uh, always love watching this man play. 231 games to his name. Michael Dowdy joins us right now. Dogger, hello, mate. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Tommy, Sauce, how are we going? Good. We're going all right, mate. Now, um, we just want to reflect on your career a little bit. Uh, Dogger, 13 years in the system, mate. You would have thoroughly loved your time at the Adelaide Crows. Yeah, it was. Um, it went quickly. Um, when I was thirteen, but you, when, when it's done, you realise how quickly your career goes. But no, nah, they were. Um, I still miss the footy club, and um, yeah, just enjoying um, the, the, the the footy this year and the way the crows are going. So hopefully, they can continue on and get back to finals. Now, unfortunately, Doggy didn't get the the ultimate, but you played through a really successful period of time at the Crows, and, and obviously with. A lot of massive names as well, obviously Rashido, Goodwin, McLeod, Edwards, and those types. But um, how do you how do you look back on your time? Um, I guess success wise, three prelims, and I guess you're in a position to almost get there a couple of times. Uh, success is hard. It's it's hard to win grand finals. Hard to get the grand finals. Unfortunately, I never got to experience it. In my last game, was as close as we got. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, that was Hawthorne at the MCG, and we lost by less than a kick. So. Um, no, I still reflect on it as successful in terms of, you know, 13 years in the system. It was, um, it did a lot for me as a person and growing up and, um, it's made me the person I am today, which, um, I'm thankful to the footy club for that opportunity. 231 games, like I said, off the, the top there, dog, only 3% the stats that come out of AFL players actually play 200. So you must be super proud of that achievement. Yeah, I think I realised after about 100, I wasn't good enough to play midfield. Um, <laughs> so I just found a role and just made sure I did it did it well each week. So the coach kept picking me. So, um, yeah, it, it is um, – it's a good achievement. Um, yeah, and something I, I still look back at and pinch myself. But, no, nah, it was uh, some of the best times and enjoyable years of your life. Now, uh, before we ask about the next generation and, and Max coming through uh, the academies, mate, we'll touch on the wine flies. You went back to uh, Ronella after your career and won a couple of flags back there and finished your career on a high uh, back home, which would have been nice. Yeah, obviously when you um, you get to play at the highest level and, and go back and give to your, your local club and, and community, it was um, as much as I loved um, and enjoyed those 13 years of the Crows, it was just as special going back to, to your local. There's still people that I played with and the same head trainer at the footy club and yeah. the enjoyment you can bring back to a community as you'll, you're seeing at the moment at Flaggies as source. Yeah. It's um, it's a wonderful feeling and especially when you get to to to, to win a premiership with the club you grew up playing for. It was, um, it was, it was very special. We did lose one um, in between the two wins which hurt um, John um one of my ex-teammates' uh, cousins kicked a goal after the siren against Norlunga at the, down at South and, and broke our hearts. Um, Far out. For three in a row. So lucky, lucky you had maybe. the lucky you had the first one just to make sure that uh, you had one first of all. But uh, now, obviously, mate, with the three boys coming through, and, and we saw Max at the club the other day with the academies as well. It must give you a lot of joy to 
to watch the boys coming through and I guess experience what you did there and um, be a part of the academies as well. Yeah, no, Mizzy's doing a great job um, with, with the academy stuff and, and for all the past players to get to catch up and reminisce of the old days and seeing Rob Shirley, Vic, Drew, uh, Scotty Thompson down there yeah. um, was was great. Um, the kids got to go through the change rooms and we reminisced at our old lockers and um, it's actually helped turn my son, Max, uh, back to a crow supporter. So, unfortunately, he was uh, Geelong support, right. avid. I didn't think I'd be able to turn him, but uh, he's he's on board and he's going to get the number 12, Guernsey. He loves Dorf. So, Good to hear. Uh, it's, it's, it's been massive and um, just to get the opportunity to get back to the club and, and let the kids um, have a kick is, is a great initiative. And the timing of Tex kicking 10 would have been pretty handy last week. Dogger obviously managing him, mate. How's that contract looking for the big man? <laughs> <laughs> well, his price, isn't, his price isn't going down, is it? Ah, <laughs> uh, super, uh, it was, it was, uh, it was a super week. Um, an old credit to footy club and source and the admin team for, for the work they put in um, to honour. He, he, he's a superstar of the game and um, from what he's come back from and injuries and yeah. A couple of issues off field. Um, he he's really grown as a person and a leader, and he'll go down in history as one of the, one of the greats of that footy club. And to kick ten, he's oh, oh, unreal, freakish, mate, uh, freakish. It was it was it was a special day. Ah, perfect. Well, thanks so much for your time on this Sunday morning on the Crows Radio Show, Dogger, and uh, you enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Jen. Cheers, mate. Now, Saucy, I love doing these, mate. The uh, surprise member delights. It's always great to speak and connect to the fans that have been so, so good to the Adelaide Footy Club over so many years. Yeah, no, it's awesome, mate. We obviously love our fans and and love hearing from them. So we got Richard Harriman on the line. Richard, are you there, mate? I am. Beautiful, mate. Thank you very much, uh, first of all, for joining us on the Crow Show. Um, Tell us a a little bit about how you you started to uh, become supporting the Crows. Well, originally we were football park members. Mm-hmm. My father and my late father, my brother and I, we were old Glenelg supporters. Yeah. And then the Crows were really um, formed, you know, from fantastic times of you know 1980s when we, you know, we were had great state team and we used to beat the Vicks, football park, all that sort of thing. And um, so naturally we uh, went for the Crows and. Uh, Brilliant match, the first match when they beat Hawthorne uh, in their first match at Football Park. Yeah. Most people know as Amy Stadium. Yep. And uh, so I've been a member ever since. Um, and, um, yeah. Let you, yep. oh, sorry, I was just going to ask you about that. You're a foundation member. How uh, It's yep. obviously something very special because there's not many of those around. Um, how much does that mean to you be, to be a foundation member? Well, it's only just come up recently about about three years ago when they sort of made a point about being a foundation member and I thought that was fantastic yeah. because, uh, you know, it, it's really good to have the memories of how the club started from and basically um, they only had six months to form when they decided to take the SNFL took the licence, except uh, for the licence with the uh, AFL and six months to form the club. And if you remember, uh, we all had to play all South Australian players for the first three years. That's right. Yeah. And I used to think that, you know, my old club, Glenelg, at one stage 
around that era and lots a couple other clubs had 30 players playing AFL football, but none of them have played interstate. So it's been marvellous to think that we were born out of um, Adelaide with, uh, you know, the combination of all the clubs. Yeah, spot on. We've had some greats come out of the Glenelg Footy Club as well. Don't worry about that. Now, now, Dickie, I want to know, what's your favourite memory of being a member for the last 33 years? Can you go past Texans 250th last weekend? (laughs) Well, that was a sensational game. And I have to tell you that um, I knew Tex's grandfather and father from Broken Hill when I grew up. Oh, yeah. Oh, wacky. And Tex's uh, grandfather, when I was a child, used to think like, he looked like one of those movie stars, Anthony Quinn. He was a well-known movie star at the time. And he was a great full forward for South Broken Hill Football Club. Yep. And then the son, Wayne, who's, I think, a couple of years younger than me, was a Middleton medal winner for uh, North Broken Hill. Yep, yep, Texas North yeah, through and through. So, yeah, and I, and I believe, you know, Broken Hill was a very big basketball uh, city as well. And I think Texas' mother was uh, a champion basketballer, and that's where she gets the, he gets the height from. Yeah, right. But, you know, they're just natural footballers. Yeah, yeah. So. And, True team man. Hasn't he proven to be a great team man for the Crows? No, he's, he's, he's fantastic. He's fantastic. What's, uh, we, he, he fancies himself as a basketballer as well, the big Texan. What's, uh, who, who's been some of your favourite players, some of your favourite players over the years? Well, I mean, I probably, from Glenelg days, was yeah, uh, Chris McDermott and McGuinness and a few of those players. But then uh, Modra. Unbelievable! Yeah. What a freak. He was just sensational to watch. Yeah, for sure. And now, Dickie, thanks so much for jumping on board the Crows Radio Show, mate. And we're going to hook you up with a, a Crows member pack as well. This is absolutely superb. So just uh, really appreciate you jumping on this morning. Pleasure. Go the Crows. Thanks, Richard. Cheers, mate. Thanks very much, Tomo and Source. It's been the Crows Radio Show with Sauce and Tomo for another dosage on this lovely Sunday morning. Saucy super again, mate. That was a, was a big show, wasn't it, mate? Uh, I'm glad the buy's over. No, no, crows, no crows footy this weekend, so we can look forward to the pies next uh, next week, which will be great. Yep, looking forward to that, mate. It should, it should be a nice little uh, contest. The boys nice and refreshed and ready to rock and roll against, arguably, the Premiership favourites. Yeah, absolutely, mate, against the Magpies. So mm-hmm. one point last time we played them. So, uh, But, mate... First of all, that was a, a, a great show. Obviously, Joshy Worrell yeah. um, come on and had, had a good chat. So, obviously, he's in a good spot to mm. attack the second half of the year as well. And, obviously, Dogger's doing fantastic things off-field and, obviously, a, a legend of the club as well. Yeah, spot on, mate. If you missed anything from the show, you can grab it on the listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R. See you next Sunday from 9, mate.